And so why put off feeling good and tying your well-being and your state to a future outcome? When... It might not even happen. Yeah, exactly. Or it might happen, but when it does, you it just... might not actually feel the way you think it does. Yeah, it'll probably feel the same way that you feel now because we generally have that baseline level that gets formed out of habit. Welcome to the Abundant Couples Podcast. We are your hosts, Cassidy and Matt. And we're here to help you, awesome growth-minded human, create the most flourishing relationship that you know is possible. In this podcast, we'll dive deep into topics of relationship, intimacy, and lifestyle freedom. We believe that a great relationship is fuel for everything else in your life. So let's jump in and get fueled up. Welcome back. Welcome back. Thanks for joining us on the podcast today. So I'm curious if you can relate to any of these things. Does it sometimes feel like a struggle to get what you want? Do you get stressed out by the details? Does it feel like What you want and what you're trying to create is always just out of reach. And maybe like you feel like you should just be further along by now. Does any of that relate? If so, then we've got an episode for you. This one. Yeah. (laughs) Talking about how feeling good actually helps you get what you want. And I know that might sound all fine and dandy, like, okay, yeah, great, yeah, sure, I'll just feel good and get what I want. Such a millennial. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But today we're going to talk about why that is. And we're going to break down the top three mistakes that we believe can get in the way of getting what you want. Because often the best way to improve is not actually to do something new or learn a new strategy. It's actually to stop making a mistake. So today we'll talk about three of these mistakes. And if there are any of these three that you find yourself making, next time you do, you'll notice it and you'll stop doing it. Yeah. Mistake number one is the when-then fallacy. So basically how it goes is you think that when this thing that you want happens, then you will feel the certain way. You'll feel better. So when I get this job, when I make more money, when I, you know, achieve this thing, then I'll feel happy. Then I'll be relaxed. Then I'll be, I'll enjoy life more. Yeah, you're basically delaying your happiness and placing conditions on it. And what you end up doing then is putting yourself in this dissatisfied place. And ingraining that habit and basically just practicing that emotion over and over again until it just becomes baseline. Yeah. Of like, okay, things aren't great now, but they will be in the future. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and from that state of lack and dissatisfaction, you're actually less likely to take effective action toward the thing 
that you think is going to make you feel good. And chances are, no matter what happens, as long as you're practicing that same emotion, then you're just going to kind of keep causing more circumstances to to feel that way. And it's pretty much a an endless loop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. On the flip side, if you're in a positive state, then there's actually a lot of studies that show that you're actually more creative, you're more productive and resilient, which causes you to create things in a better way and will lead you to feeling those good feelings. Mm-hmm. Now, here's another thing. If you're thinking, for example, when I make X amount of dollars, then I'll relax. Or then I'll be able to relax more. The thing is, nothing is ever guaranteed. So you might think that when you do this thing, when you achieve this, or when you stop doing this, then you're going to feel this way. But nothing is actually ever guaranteed. So can you be 100% sure that when you make more money, you'll be more relaxed? Has there ever been a time in your past when you were making less money than you are now and you had that same thought that when you make more money, you'll be relaxed? And did it happen? And, you know, there are chances, there are some things that you think have a pretty good chance, like when I do this thing, I'll feel this way and you have a good reason to believe it. But when it comes down to it, it's never guaranteed. Yeah. And so why put off feeling good and tying your well-being and your state to a future outcome? When... It might not even happen. Yeah, exactly. Or it might happen, but when it does, you it just... might not actually feel the way you think it does. Yeah, it'll probably feel the same way that you feel now because we generally have that baseline level that gets formed out of habit Mm -hmm. yeah so it might even cause it to feel good for a little bit of time that condition but then you know it's the new the new car syndrome or the new whatever you know feel good for a little bit but then you realize you know you're still the same person Mm -hmm. still the same life so rather than focusing on external we say start with it get rid of the the when then fallacy yeah yeah mistake number two is focusing on the details and logistics more than what it is that you want and how you're feeling. Yeah. So keeping front of focus what you really want is such a powerful thing to do, but so easy to miss. Yeah. In fact, a really good mantra is, what do I want? What do I want? Anytime you're caught up in something where there's challenges or anything like that, it's okay, what do I want? What's my outcome? Focus on the outcome and focus on how you're feeling. Yeah. And then really tuning into how you feel as you're making decisions, as you're moving forward, rather than getting caught up in the details and logistics is really going to help you get clarity and move forward in a way that feels really good. Because if say you're feeling stressed out, 
if you're in a state of being stressed out and you're trying to make decisions from that state, you're going to be projecting things into your future from a state of stress. And in that state, you're only really seeing a limited amount of possibilities. And so the actions you take will likely lead to results that will bring more stress because you made those decisions from a place of stress. And then the opposite is also true. If you're feeling inspired and you're feeling playful, you're going to see a much broader range of possibilities. You're naturally just more creative and more receptive when you're in a good feeling state. So you're going to see the possibilities and be more open to them. You'll think of more ideas and see opportunities that you wouldn't have when you're feeling stressed. Mm -hmm. Just reminds me of a Abraham quote is, I want to feel so good that I don't even notice when other people don't. Mm. I want to feel that good. Mm -hmm. It's uh, the opposite of that. I actually was in a rush uh, the other day. I was driving real fast and I was kind of getting a little agitated on the road slightly trying to make my appointment on time and I noticed other people that were also um not in a good state yeah driving and meanwhile that almost never happens when I drive just Mm -hmm. like things super smooth and all that but it's just being in that state and focusing on again the details of got to be here this time you know in a lesser state you start noticing and contributing to circumstances that cause stress yeah well and it's also because of to go a little bit more toward the energy perspective here it's like when you're vibrating at in the frequency of stress Mm -hmm. then you are a vibrational match to other things in the world that are also vibrating at that frequency. So you will naturally be more drawn to, and those things will be more drawn to you. And so the opposite is true. When you raise that state, you're more naturally drawn to things that are in that higher vibration state as well. Mm -hmm. So by focusing on how you want to feel and what it is you want to create, and keeping that front of mind, that's the way to best achieve it and enjoy it in the process rather than stressing out about the, the how and the... And you'll still get to the details and the logistics, you yep. know, things, of course, details still need to be taken care of, action steps still need to be done. But if you start with how you want to feel and what you want, and you really keep that your main focus the details and logistics are going to be so much smoother. Yep. Whereas if you start with the details and logistics, you, it's so easy to just get caught up in them and forget about how you really want to feel and what you really want. Yeah, which is the whole point of doing the things that you want anyways is because you want to be feeling good. So you can just shortcut that whole process and feel good now instead. Totally. Yeah. And sometimes it's easy to look around at the details and logistics and see reasons to be stressed out. But while you can't change your circumstances in this very moment, 
what you can do is change your state in this very moment. And then when you do that, you start to see those circumstances in a different way. You see different possibilities to move toward. And then when you move forward from that good state, the circumstances will change in the long run to reflect that state. Yeah. And mistake number three is being focused on what it is you don't have. So we were just saying that it's really important to know what you want, right? To be focused on what it is that you're trying to achieve, what it is that you're working toward. And there's a very fine line between that and and being focused on what you don't have. So let's distinguish, because these sound like the same thing. For example, let's say you want to buy a house. If you're focused on what you want, you're focused on buying a house and that feeling of what it's going to feel like to be in that house. If you're focused on what you don't have, you might still be thinking about that house a lot, but when you think about the house, instead of feeling how great it's going to feel when you're in that house, instead you're feeling the lack of not having the house yet. And needing to work towards getting it. And it would feel like it could be actually productive to do that. It's like, okay, I don't have it, so I've got to do these things to go have it. But by choosing to approach it from that state, then you're doing so from that place of lack and thus focusing on what you don't have. Yeah, and just like we were talking about before, if you're focused on what you don't have and feeling that lack or dissatisfaction, then all of the actions that you're taking from that state are gonna be charged with that energy. It's gonna yep. be less effective action that's not truly leading to you where you want because you're not focused on how it's going to feel when you have what you want. Yep. So it might cause you to create that thing, but in a way that, again, it's not really what you want because you're focused on not having what you want or just never being able to actually make it happen because, again, you're not in that space of abundance and creativity, but rather focusing on not having it. So instead, do the opposite. Focus on what you want as if you already have it. Mm -hmm. Being in that state of gratitude for your amazing life, both today and in the future. When you can be grateful for what you don't yet have, that is a really powerful tool mm -hmm. for creating what you want. And a great place to start is being grateful for what you do have. Mm -hmm. You know, that's the easiest place to start with gratitude is just by considering your life today mm -hmm. and just really noticing all the things you have to be grateful for right now today and just soaking yourself in that gratitude and then putting yourself, projecting yourself from that state of gratitude, projecting yourself into the future, into what it is that you want, say it's buying a house, seeing yourself in that house and then feeling gratitude for that moment, feeling gratitude for having the house, for already being there. And then when you're in that state of gratitude, you're in such, you're in a much more expanded state of consciousness where you're open to more possibilities. 
you're more creative, you're, you feel inspired to take action. Yeah. And things just really start working out for you. We actually use the house example because we are in that process of wanting to buy a house and wanting to buy at least a hundred acres of land actually. Yeah. And just like, <laughs> and we're pretty particular, a little like picky about the, the place that we want. We yeah. want it to be all, all the amazing things. Um, and when we were in our last place, looking back, we realized it was a pretty big jump between where we were and where we wanted to be. But again, we just practiced this, focusing on where we want to be in an amazing house, feeling feeling great each day, being able to walk outside naked is one of our uh, criteria. And uh, yeah, in a roundabout way, we didn't think we'd be moving before we bought our house, but we found the perfect rental on the island that's pretty much just like our ideal house that we would build. Like I'm, I'm going to actually like draw out the, the layouts of this house because it's super ideal. Yeah. yeah, and we talked more about that in the last episode about the story of how that happened. But the interesting point here is that we were pretty much every day visualizing and meditating on our intentional community mm-hmm. being in a beautiful house out in the forest with trees all around us and seeing ourselves and feeling what it would feel like to live there. And then without even trying, without making any effort, we just stumbled upon this perfect house for rent Mm -hmm. that's almost exactly what we were visualizing other than it's not on our own land in a community, but it's a step toward that. And that's the power of putting yourself in the feeling place of already having what it is that you want. And then the cool thing is that while we're living here in this place, that's, that's that much closer of an experience to having our own intentional community. While we live here, it's actually even easier for us to feel into what it will be like to live in the intentional community. Because like you said before, the last place we lived was a bit bigger of a leap from where we were to that intentional community. But now this is like a stepping stone. And from here, it's easier to feel into that ideal future. And then it's going to be give us even more momentum to put into taking the actions to get the land for a community. Yeah. So if you find yourself making one of these three mistakes, we'll recap them now. First is the when-then fallacy. Once this happens, then I'll feel good. Second is focusing on the details and the logistics rather than what it is you want and how you want to feel. And then the third is being focused on what you don't have rather than on what you want and how it's going to make you feel. So these are some of the top mistakes that we find get in the way of actually getting what you want. And when you're making, when you're doing these things, that's what contributes to feeling stressed out by the details or feeling like it's a struggle to move toward the things that you want or feeling like 
that thing you want is just out of reach. So if you find yourself feeling that way, check in. Are you making any of these mistakes? And then take a moment to just take a breath, tune into how you're feeling, ask yourself, okay, what do I want? How do I want to feel? And how can I feel that today? So you can stop putting off your happiness, your well-being, your relaxation to some future time and placing conditions on it. And instead, generating that sense of happiness or whatever other great feelings you want today. And in the process of feeling good today, every single day, you're feeling good. You're creating a great life for yourself. And that's really the most productive way and enjoyable way to to get what it is you actually want. Yeah. Yeah. So, magical creators, have fun with that. And we'll see you in the next episode. Thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a rating and a review and share it with the people that you care about because we can all use a little more love in our lives. Until next time.